Hey everybody, welcome back to Fanable.com, and we are sitting down with uh, the rest of the Fanable crew for another Geeky Topics round table discussion. What? We're so back. Round. Yeah. So geeky. So geeky, so round. Woo. Wow. So round. Um, Much yeah, discussion. So, I'm not fat and big bone. I don't know why you keep saying that. <laughs> so round. Hurting my feet. Uh, so yeah, no, it's been a while since we've done this. We've... Uh, I mean, God, guys, only for five goddamn minutes we got new mics and everything. Like, this is intense. Oh, and yeah. uh, we made it through making our own pop filters out of nylon and cone hangers without, I'm proud to say, with, with minimal casualties. Now, you're saying we, like, we're the ones that made the pop filters. <laughs> I am taking partial responsibility <laughs> while doing zero work. Well, you, you did carry the raw materials here. Yes. I did. Yes. I, did. Yes. Yeah, I minecrafted the shit out of these pop filters. <laughs> and spent all of five cents to buy the materials as well. I just want to point out, I just want to point out, me and Daniel spent our time uh, trying multiple hot sauces for you guys, so yep. Yep. we're taking partial credit for these pop filters. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you guys are basically like the, the there royalty. Was, there was sweat and tears. Yeah. Yes, there was sweat and tears. There was a liquid involved. Let's not get far into that. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, sweat and tears is the name of the hot sauce. I like. I like it. The hot sauce. Do you like? Yeah, fuck that up. Hot sauce. I fucked up one word There's already. So it's a hot sauce. Hot sauce. Hot sauce. No, that was not Rachel. That was me just adding yeah. more about. Don't you dare. Nope. Don't okay. You dare. I'm sorry. No, no, that's that's generally it's not a round table without a racial comment. Oh yeah. It's not your fault for who you are. Yeah, what really? <laughs> really? Whatever. Yeah. Condition? We, we, try, right. we try not to judge you on, on like what you do to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's because I write down my judgments on these nice little pieces of paper. Oh, and that and you're Irish. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I wrote mine earlier, but it anyway. nice. doesn't translate well to audio. It made the rounds. It made the rounds. Um, all right, guys. So, um, welcome back. Thank you very much for sitting down with me. Um, uh, the first thing I definitely wanted to talk about was some of us have seen the new Captain America. Sweet. And some of us haven't. Mm. Uh, yeah. 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 So, um, wah, wah. so, so uh, no. But what, what I was thinking about was um, how incredible it is. I heard on, um, I heard on, I think it was like BBC or something. Uh, one of the people talking about the movies in, uh, out right now said that you know Noah and Captain America are duking it out in first place, and that was just such an amazing <laughs> mental image. That we <laughs> So, so goddamn much. Um, and it got me thinking of, like, why um, we don't have as many, or just biblical stories, you know, like, regardless of your of your um, your perspective of religion or your religious views, uh, you can recognize that the Bible does have some pretty kick-ass stories in it. I'm, I'm a fan of David and Goliath, even if the message has never been applicable in real life whatsoever, goddamn <laughs> ever. Um, it is still an inspirational story. You got burning bushes. Mm -hmm. You got uh, you got uh, you got angels. You get you got you read the Bible and you will know the you next have a very season. Western view. You're like you're like the, you know religions and burning bushes. Why not why not some like you know world on a turtle's back? That'd be yeah. awesome. I'd wa I would watch a movie about uh, the world being on a turtle's back. Done. <laughs> well, the BBC's got your back there. Uh, really? Check the Discworld. Uh, uh, Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Terry Pratchett in the Discworld movies. What? They're pretty yep. fantastic. BBC's yeah. got your back. Yep. Okay. So as a group of role players, as mm -hmm. gamers, and um, and complete uh, you know, uh, sun-dodging nerds, um, as we are... Oh, wait. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be down there. Uh, you're downstairs? Okay, I'll be there in a second, Okay. This is professional, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm getting my food on. Hi, Doken. <laughs> uh, I vote. I vote. We leave this here. in. <laughs> God, I can really 
<laughs> Who couldn't? He means the pale. He could use a hooker. <laughs> Okay. Um, so as uh, yeah, as role players and uh, nerds, um, I was wondering if you guys know of any role playing games that actually use the Bible as a major source of canon or, or inspiration. Um, and no, it's weird. I know Bible weird, LARP. Like, but, but the thing is, like, seriously, look at it from a look at it from a a, a steady viewpoint. Like, it is a. It is a sequence of stories, okay. a fantastical yeah. stories. Like I actually, okay, so I can like, answer this. I okay, think, I think I can actually. Uh, there's not been an actual like. There's I, don't, I can't name a game out there that uses the Bible, <laughs> uh, but I was actually I took part in a about a six month role playing game in high school where my friend actually uh, used the Bible because he started going and getting some of that Jesus juice in him, which is fine, and uh, made some really good stories out of it. Basically, the idea was you know he started out with saying like in the beginning. God created, I don't know, Nod. I think it was a planet called Nod. Mm-hmm. And the idea was God created the elves and gave them magic because he had magic and he wanted to be like them. And then they, a couple of thousand years later, the elves were like, hey, we're just going to take over your heaven. And God's mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I need to start over again. So he, <laughs> he, he kind of screwed, messed up the elves. Then he created the dwarves and he made them short because they had to look up to him. And the dwarves were like, eh, we'd rather just dig. We're not really into this. And God's like, okay, let's, okay, round three. And this was a little bit, he's like, he gave some of the animals, like he gave these tigers the ability to, uh, you know, be the thought. And he didn't try to manipulate them. He, did, he just tried to see what, like, the natural course. Well, then being tigers, they decided to eat shit. Just like they, they had that, like, you know, hunting lust. Mm-hmm. So finally God just said, you know what? Done. So he goes off to Earth and he creates, you know, humans. Well, the elves were like, well, shit, we don't have a God. What can we do? We're going to die. I mean, like, and the idea was basically when you died, you, just, you go to the void. Nothing. Yep. Gods were like, well, shit. And the elves were like, shit, I got an idea. So they actually used their magic to send elven women to Earth. And, you know, these elves sleep with the men. And that's what created the Elohim. And then God's like, wait, what? No, no, mass flood. Noah's Ark. Fuck Mm. this shit. All the elves, Elohim, went back uh, to Nod when they died Mm -hmm. for some reason. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, the idea was basically there's this entire planet of Nod where it's basically when you die, you just you don't exist anymore. See, now that's and, a religion I can get behind. Yeah, God yeah. fucks up and, and we get to bang elven women. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it was cool just because like, you know, because the, the devil, like his intent, like Satan found out about Nod and Satan's like, okay, yeah, sure, you, you can have Earth. I got Nod. And it was basically fighting like, you know, do you continue to fight against Satan who was like, no, no, listen – Come, like when you die, you'll come to hell, but hell's not that bad compared to not existing. <laughs> hell. I mean, I but his entire thing was like when you die, and you know, hell is just like it's not like I torch you there, but when you die and nod, Dude, you don't, you, you just don't exist. Yeah, You're, there's nothing. I mean, it, it, the entire point was like, do you question like, do you if you had the choice between going to hell or not existing, which one would you choose? What's this oblivion or just a little bit of torture? I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, well, I don't want to just not exist. You can't even think about not existing. How do you – so I would finally say, like, yeah, I'd rather go to hell. But, like, the idea was do you fight Satan even though he's the only person that – or do you have faith that maybe God's not a total tool and will look and God help you out? God has control all deleted three other societies. <laughs> <laughs> 
deleted them. He just said, no, okay, I forgot. He, he literally okay. said, fuck Which it, and moved on. So, I know, but the other the, societies it, are abandonware. Yeah, 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 abandonware. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah, shovelware. Exactly. So he's so, going to open up his SimCity program 15 <laughs> millennia from now and be like, oh, shit, that is still so, on. So you're basically waiting for God to feel bad about it. Well, it's not that. It's like, <laughs> hey, here's the point. The entire point was basically, uh, I think, because we never finished it because there was too many Bible jokes. My friend got tired of it. <laughs> was The entire point was God never left us. It's just... With he felt like with him looking over our shoulder so much, we were always trying to get to his level, and he's like, "You needed to find your own path. You needed to find. You know, you did. You don't need me to be good. You know, if you are good, you don't need to. Uh, basically, the idea was you don't need this concept of a reward uh, as to be your only reason to be good. You need to be good for good sake. You know, oh, like we never, we so, never finished wait, it. We never finished is, it. So that was the theory. So the, was he your friend trying to make everyone in the room an atheist? Well, because that yeah, sounds like a good, I, good path to no, you. I, I no, refuse here. to believe in any god whose very first commandment is "Thou shalt not bang elf chicks." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. I'm sorry. no but is that, that the New Testament? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, that, that was the idea. That was the. That's the only time I ever dealt with a religious, and mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty cool. And no, then, other than that, I mean, other than that, I guess we have. What World of Darkness? Like World yeah, of Darkness, yeah. like old school, was pretty heavy into the Cain and the Abel and mm-hmm. the stabbing. Oh yeah, old yeah, pretty much mostly the stabbing. Mostly yeah, definitely mostly the stabbing. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you guys ever run into like a board game or a, or even a video game? Right? <laughs> yeah, I think the closest yeah. thing I've never played it, but Dogs in the Vineyard deals with more with the Mormon religion, not necessarily. Wait, what is it? Dogs in the Vineyard? I think I've heard of it before. That, basically, yeah. like, basically, is a post-apocalyptic like, but based on Mormon religion and stuff like that. I just know that dogs in the vineyard exist. Vineyard, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah. what I heard about. It. I'm not sure. I've never. Wait, heard uh, of it. Sorry. No, I've also got a uh, board game wise. I've got actually got at home playing gods, oh, uh, which yeah. is li- basically literally you play you take the the the, the role of a god mm-hmm. among them like you know Jehovah and they've got like Buddha and you've got like basically the figureheads the the. The spiritual figureheads of mm-hmm. different religions, and you've got you know a game board that's basically the world, and you're basically competing for followers. Oh, dude, and, we uh, should totally play that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can bring that, all that these nice. right into my ego, like you would not believe. <laughs> I will be a gentle yet harsh god. Oh man, can I be Shiva? My yeah, I think you can Shiva. Shiva. I think you can be Shiva. Plus, I bought the the deluxe edition that brings like really fancy little statuettes. Uh, was that a Kickstarter? So, I think that was a Kickstarter, wasn't it? Uh, no, this was before Kickstarter. This was uh, oh, I'm thinking of different games. Sorry, I'm yeah, I, I bought Adam. this at uh, <laughs> Dragon Con like years ago. Oh, okay, interesting. Can I play Bob from uh, Discordianism? Sorry, you might okay. be able to. Bob? <laughs> well, I would say by it's not explicitly in the core book, but by extension, Supernatural. Yeah, that's a very good point. Especially as the 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 book was written, I think like season three or season four. So before they got really deeply into all the crazy mythology, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but certainly as supernatural has gone on, you know, in the current season, all the angels have been kicked out of heaven and that sort of thing. So yeah, no, I heard that if you read the Bible, you'll know the next season of Supernatural. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, yeah. yeah. If you don't quiet down, I will tell you who dies next. <laughs> well, I know in the Midwest that we used to have these uh, Bibles that they called Bible stores. or Oh, no, the Christian bookstores. And yes. they used to sell, like, board games. It's like Trivial Pursuit, the biblical version. You know, what should one true God? God? You get a point. Uh, but oh, then Monopoly, the Bible board game. Yeah, and yeah. then they also had, like, um, they had, like, a superhero, Bible Man. <laughs> Oh yeah, and oh, he that's... would fight like the like you know Mr. Greed, Mrs. Lust. I, uh, Isn't that the guy like the annoying friend from Charles in Charge plays that character? I think so. Is but anybody there's a else Bible surprised man. that Jane Lust got married? I really yeah. thought that that was. I mean, Mrs. Lust. I just was shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Lust does not like her line of work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, they dressed her up like kind of sexy in the video, and I'm like, isn't that kind of counterproductive? Like you're trying to teach people not to be lustful, and then you throw this like piece of hot lust right in front of you. You. <laughs> 
Ugh, I don't know about Slut that. shaming the video You're game. supposed to learn to overcome your baser instincts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Kentinkerous <laughs> But, yeah, that's the only time. But, you know... Uh, I thought World of Darkness was really cool when they did the Cain and Abel, but I do understand a little bit when it kind of got into, like, you know, what about the other religions? They kind of just had to do that, like, yeah, those exist. Oh, mm-hmm. oh what about vampires in them? Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. I know they, yep. they kind of fixed that with the new World of Darkness yep. where there's no real definite things mm-hmm. uh, going on with that, mm-hmm. with the vampire. But I don't. I, honestly, I really enjoyed the story of the, of the second game, and that was, but that I do recognize that's very much Western... Bible yeah. religious yes. right there. No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I've always thought that it is, uh, it was um, good. Well, not good, but I, I, it was creative. It was, it was creative, and it was also brave, honestly, and from a from a from a creative standpoint, to take one of the best known in Western cultures, one of the best known collections of stories, and which is also a hot button topic, um, and also and say like, no, this is the premise, the foundation for our opening game, Vampire. Like it is the Bible, um, and it was really, it was, it was. I thought it was really, really fascinating. But they they kind of stuck to it, um, and they they throughout the years incorporated specifically with Vampire, not not so much with the other with the other genres, but they definitely incorporated the Bible to a point so that you could learn. I mean. At certain points, like especially LARPing when I was younger, like I did have to do Bible research in order to understand, um, to understand, uh, you know, certain aspects of the lore and stuff like that. Older vampires would be talking and basically using uh, Bible references. It became required reading, and I thought that was really that was really really interesting. But they stopped just short of it being a Bible centric game. Let's be when someone starts preaching, it's like reading scripture. Like it can get creepy. (laughs) Some of the stuff, like occasionally when someone breaks out, like especially back in the day when I was going to uh, Bible study, there's a couple times like, oh, that's a really good monologue for like a vampire hunter. (laughs) The sinners will bleed. I'm like, oh. I love this. <laughs> yeah. This is sweet. If only they weren't talking about, I don't know, anybody that's not Christian. When I was a kid, I was, I was big on the uh, book of Daniel because, you know, name. Yeah. But uh, that's, as I've grown up, I think my favorite Bible story currently is the one about the uh, 40 or so kids that make fun of the balding man and so God sends bears to kill them all. <laughs> uh, because being a balding man myself, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm willing to believe in any God that will send bears to kill anybody who mocks me. We should make a, we should make a game me. where all bald people have the ability called summon bear. Yeah, and just so. Rabbit the bear the god. Oh, there we go. Amazing. But on a slightly more serious note, uh, I could see like some really sort of uh, fucked up, um, sort of generic World of Darkness, maybe even uh, World of Darkness Innocence games with stories adapted from the Bible. Yeah. Especially it, it, Old Testament. Oh, yeah, especially. Oh, no, yeah. primarily. Talk yeah, about although, God machine in the max. God <laughs> machine back in the day was nice. like... Yeah, good times. Uh, Actually, there's one thing I'm thinking about. I would love to do at one point. Basically, a game set during biblical times, but a fiasco game. Oh, oh, that yeah. sounds hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds... I'm pretty sure someone's making that right now. That's like sacrilegious. Give it to us. Right we'll play it. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, oh no, no. By the way, before we play this game, it's going to be really offensive. <laughs> okay. If we weren't going to hell already, well, we are packing our bags. Exactly. Right. I'm buckle my... in. <laughs> buckle in, people. <laughs> it's getting hot. Um. So. <laughs> uh, so, so in role-playing games, uh, you know, as we're talking about this now, um, uh, my next question actually, I guess, kind of has to do with, with the first question, only in the fact that um, in, in role-playing games, uh, be they biblical or nay, 
sinners. Um, you always have a you have a you have a litany of names and a roster of NPCs every time. Uh, and th- throughout a game, especially a prolonged game, a campaign that can get kind of crowded. Um, so I was thinking about this as I was, I was listening to our previous uh, exploits uh, in in gaming. And uh, Daniel is starting a paw fight with a cat that will not work out for you. <laughs> I, know, um, I know. You should really grab its head and see how that goes from there. Yeah, definitely don't. Um, but anyways, uh, no, I just uh, I was uh, wondering um, with, with the threat of a uh, of, of a surplus of NPCs um, perpetually uh, kind of in the distance, having introducing too many characters. Do you guys have any sort of a way in which you manage the NPCs? Because some of us run very NPC-heavy games, namely Jesus, your uh, your Rogue Trader game, because, again, it's Warhammer 40k, and the assumption is there are thousands of people in every scene, mm-hmm. um, and you have to come up with names on the fly. Mm-hmm. Um, that must... that has to get really hard and I know it gets hard for you and it definitely gets hard for us okay um, juxtaposed with like Angela because of your setting in uh, Hollow Earth you got like two people um, no you know. I, I, uh, early on because we had all the the helpers that originally went maybe this may have been before you showed up they started dying off quickly for some odd reason yes yes so, I, it was good because it gave me lots of red shirts yeah mm-hmm. um, but one thing that I do in my games is you know there's the, the infamous notes that Angela shows up mm-hmm. with when she's GMing so I've got yeah. this like notepad that's just filled with shit and I always have a list of ten names on mm-hmm. there they're, they don't have any traits associated with them. It's for when you guys have decided, oh, I'm going to go over here. And I'm like, there's nobody over there, but now I need to make somebody <laughs> over there. It's like, I already have a list of names. Guys, I are... think there's nails over here. Let's, <laughs> let's talk to this woman. Yeah, there's already a list of thematically appropriate names. Like when you guys were running into the cargo cultists, I was going through lists of, mm-hmm. I was going through the Sears Roebuck catalog of 1933. And I was yeah. like, all right, here's all these brands that were really popular then. When you went to the, the uh, Shipwreck Cove, I was like, Lawyers. all right, I need to come up with lots of of mafia names now that could also be pirate names and uh, lawyers yes. there, were a lot, <laughs> a lot, there was a lot of legal representation mm-hmm. that was like pirate pirate <laughs> pirate llc it's <laughs> crazy so i make sure that i've always got that list of names ready so mm-hmm. that it's like oh okay this person needs a goon there's the name for them so okay. i'm not sitting there going like uh bob smith there was a bob smith in the last town what's well, a popular name well, yeah, Deal well, with it. yeah honestly going on that just because i can really answer i'm really bad with npcs <laughs> as in seriously you guys will be like if you do not follow my like path and you're like okay i meet a lady i'm like okay you her name is danielle rathers son <laughs> son Ratherson. And then, like, you'll go back to her. And I'm like, who the fuck are you talking to? I'm going to Daniel Ratherson, the newscaster. <laughs> like, I'm really bad at that. Like, even if you hear my games, occasionally we'll be like, oh, yeah, and by the way, that woman you talked to, um, what's her name? Okay, we're just going to call her Beatrix. It's like, that's not even close yeah, to what the okay. name is. A like, lot of characters. By the way, do you know, like, my mom in Unhollow Metropolis had, four, like, three names? What? Yeah, we finally decided on Beatrix. Oh, because you kept, did you keep changing it? Or I remember yeah. at one point we just where kept forgetting. Yeah, at one yeah. point it was really bad. You're like, like we were playing like the third game, and you're like, we never named your mom's <laughs> name, even though we had already. I'm like, okay, okay, uh, her name is. Oh, okay, here it is. And then suddenly the doorbell rings. You're like, oh, pizza. We'll get back to this, <laughs> and we get pizza. It's like momentum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we come back. We come back, and you're like, okay, where were we? Okay, your mom's speaking. <laughs> we never named her again. She went from Margaret to uh, to, to Annabelle to uh, to. Uh, Beatrix. Okay. Maybe it's like a southern name. Margaret <laughs> Annabelle <laughs> Beatrix, Beatrix Clayton. Clayton. All right, go. When it comes to how I do with PCs, well, first off, her names. Basically, uh, most of the games I play are like Unhealed Metropolis or 
Rogue Trader, where the names just don't matter. Well, Unhealth Metropolis ain't matter. I, I sometimes get English names. But, like, for Rogue Trader or the fantasy games, I just make up shit on the fly. Most of them probably don't make sense, like, or whatever yeah. stuff. And honestly, I've, used, I've reused names so much it's become an inside joke with Ruby and Stevens at this point. Well, that's a, that's a whole separate yeah, issue. That's a whole I separate mean, issue. But thank, basically, God for, thank God for those guys, because <laughs> they've had a long and, <laughs> and productive and sometimes very deadly life. Well, they're I mean, immortal souls across time and space, so Kind of no, makes they're sense. the Rosencrantz and Guildenstern <laughs> of Fandom. Oh my like, god, okay. you know what they are? They're the Scott Bakula. They get like oh. every time, like, what's going on today? Uh, what's happening, oh, Rubio? Well, according to Ziggy, uh, we're going to be fighting tropes. <laughs> oh boy. Large... Someone please make this web series for us because we don't have the ability. With large crowds of NPCs, especially like during a battle or something, I, ha- I have the stuff is happening in the background rule. Mm-hmm. Especially during massive battles, especially during the Rogue Trader game. It's like, all right, there's fighting in the background, but you're fighting these guys. And you just, I just have you guys imagine massive epic shit is happening. Because I really don't want to have to spend the time describing because it's not about you guys, mm-hmm. essentially. And as I have also a definite rule, which I've broken a few times, i got to admit, but I try to maintain, basically, never have NPCs talking to each other because it's just, at least to me, it sounds ridiculous. That's- yeah, single smart. Time. That's smart. It's yeah. like uh, there's a uh, there's a there's a, a rule in, in script writing uh, where uh, if you're um, <clears throat> if you're having two uh, characters talk about a third character who's not in the room, mm-hmm. then the scene is bullshit. Yeah, um, you, know, like you either show through action or right. or you don't you don't write the scene. Um, you know what, what what you're really good at though Shoot. It helps me with your NPCs. Jesus is you, you're. Not the accents. Your accents are awful. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I, I fully admit they're no, all terrible. No, but you, you're good with Said vocal pattern, like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. like, or like. I remember one of your NPCs. Like he was, uh, he's a trader. That guy eats. He's oh, like, uh, hello, I am. Yeah. Like the way he talks, he yeah. doesn't. Like he doesn't. He's, he talks like Pert, Bert, uh, Pert Mac, uh, <laughs> Bert Macklin. No, 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 Pert. Uh, oh, Pert what, Hapley. Pert Hapley. He's like. Oh. I am going to laugh at you <laughs> because you have said something that I find amusing right now. Well, the important NPCs, I always try to make them each sound different exactly. from each other. It's, your, yeah. it's the way you, they yeah. talk. It, it, yes. They're very unique, which is very your, good. Your cadence is really good with the characters, actually. Um, it's, um, uh, it's called a limpid and eye patch with, with character creation mm-hmm. for like script. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, limpid and eye patch, like you always give something unique to each character so that the yes. audience can remember the important it. important character. Yeah, you totally fucking nail that every time. <laughs> Every time, well, um, I, think a lot, I think Angela also does that with her people as well. Because yeah. uh, what Angela does, like your your more vocal pattern, what Angela does is she very much describes someone very differently. Like I remember that, like you were talking about, like uh, Sly Palo. I got a very good distinction of what he is, but also like his two bodyguards. Like we've never had to interact with them, but you described like the woman. She's very lean, tall, has a <sighs> lot of feathers in her hat, and then you have like the big guy with like the thick neck. So your description of characters are very much like I am seeing this in my head. Where when you talk, I I can instantly say like we're ta- like if you're just like going through and you just like suddenly start talking like mm-hmm. this, I'm like I know exactly who you're talking to. I know exactly what it is. So yeah, so I think you two are very good at distinguishing your characters, but two different very different yes. ways. And Dan just has the market cornered at characters being giant lizard lions with guns for teeth. Yeah, that's <laughs> just it's a <laughs> yeah. Talk See, about a my... limp and an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> hand of hook hand. Hand of hook hand. Yeah, which is how he got the, the other two. Yeah. Uh, but See, my, my strategy as a player, though, for keeping track of NPCs is just, just make sure as few of them as possible survive. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the fewer them that there are still alive, yes. the fewer of them have to bother remembering their names. That, so, you kill them horribly and call it drama. Okay, here's something I'm going to go off your script a little bit. Bio? What's our favorite... Everybody say their favorite NPC. Oh, crap. 
No, I don't remember any of their names. <laughs> I, I, Neither can we. <laughs> that's okay. what the conversation's right. about. Okay, I have two. Okay. I either I, I really do love. Oh shit! What's her name? Your girl from Unhallowed uh, Metropolis, Adele. Adele. Yeah. I love her because she's it's it's a, it's a kind of a cute story, mm-hmm. and I love that she's kind of like the. Um, She's the layperson that's kind of being dragged along. I really yeah. enjoyed her. But I really – I know you're going to hate me for this, David. Mm-hmm. I love The Order of Reason. I love those <laughs> two. Like, whenever <laughs> Abomination, it's like it's, – like, I love them because the rage, they like they have no t- – they have so much disregard for your, you as a person. Like, Oh, my God. What, when I made those characters, like I saw their picture. I'm like, for some other reason, that, that like – Manner just stuck in my head of how oh. they would react. And then I love how the doctor, right? Prostitute. <laughs> I got a name. Why? Well, so remember. apparently, <laughs> everyone who gets a doctorate in Hollywood Metropolis immediately <laughs> loses their inside voice. That's how it goes. Okay. That's how it goes. Actually, <laughs> my, my favorite character is the character you guys, in a way, made is a Daniel Coonan. Ah. Basically, oh. a, basically a character who was like honestly, I made him like a dumb noble who would die in five seconds because that was my intention because I thought it was funny and then, then you he rolled a hundred he rolled a hundred and he became you got your, the greatest arch villain he became your joker essentially mm-hmm. and I just love playing that guy because at least I'm not he's, I'm not going to say whatever he's thinking in his head but it's evil it's all evil. <laughs> it's all evil. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can really only. Um, I think for for from a Shadowrun game, I'm. I mean, honestly, Billy, the character that you you basically created in five minutes showing up late to a game uh, would be uh, Captain, Captain Rubia, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who later became a fixer, and like, and that was the reason you guys go on suicide quests. Like, he's he's one of my favorite. Uh, him and Cody. Uh, the two fixers are wonderful. I love fixers because you can always give them really interesting personalities uh, Personalities because they are crucial to the premise of a shadow run. You need the fixer to get a job. So you can make whoever you want. And regardless of how badass the shadow runners are, they still have to kiss a little ass to one person. And that's when you can really just fucking run with whatever comes into your mind. And so, so for Cody, uh, the the stoner bear shaman, and then Rubia, the, like the lecherous <laughs> alcoholic, like with no concept of like cons- conservation of money, you know, like he's just he just spends it and then he loses it and sends you guys on more jobs. I love I love those characters, but for for um, NPCs for your games, um, for other games. I, I mean, Fez. I love Fez. <laughs> oh, Fez is like, I want that dude on a shirt. Fez. Yeah. Or Fez. I mean, like, Hakeem has put up with some stuff, but that's because he volunteered for it. Fez just got volunteered. swept away. <laughs> Remember when we had that gunfight where, like, Elsa had you, uh, had Daniel's character yeah. uh, with... Uh, 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 I forgot my own character's name. Grover. And I had Fess, and we were like behind, <laughs> behind each other, shooting like it was yeah. naked guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a that was amazing. How about you, Dan? Any, uh, any... I gotta say, I, I, I do love the just how my character just loathes Elsa. There's nothing. It's like I was like, no, no, we got we need to keep her on our side, and he's like, nope. Fuck her. Yeah. Just nope. Nazi bitch. She's like, she's not, I'm not really a Nazi. Shut up. Nazi, <laughs> Nazi, Nazi piece of woman. Shit. I yeah. thought their hatred for my character would be just supersede that for some odd reason. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, he's got a lot of hate to go around. Really. He's, uh, yeah. he's a little ball of hate. He is a little ball of hate. He's, he didn't start that way, but he's really Concentrated become. hatred. As, as, as the game has progressed, he's he really has come. become. Yeah. Uh, Angela, got one? Uh, I, I speaking of characters that we love interacting with in character, um, it, it's it's uh, Beatrice Clayton. 
Uh, I love whenever yes. she and Moira are together and it's like, all right, fine, you're going to be a bitch to me. I'm going to cut you down, mom. And it's like, oh, and end scene. Yes. Oh my God, your identified character. Have we even published that Identify! Yeah, he was in the Pathfinder McGuan oh, Expanse. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Identify! Yeah, he was in small doses. <laughs> it was funny because there was a point during that game, during that fantasy game, where it clearly had run its course and you were tired of the joke. <laughs> and then you actually made him useful all of a sudden. <laughs> I, there were some points where I... Oh, really? I think, yeah, there was yeah. just one point where yeah, you yeah. dropped the voice and you were just like, you said something totally no, rational no, because, that like ushered us along. No, no, no. I think uh, what happened during that game... Sorry, you guys weren't in that game. But basically... That was, uh, a, that was a dark game we that were recording. Yeah. yeah, we were But basically... Uh, He's always good at one thing, and that's identification. So everything mm-hmm. else, he's an annoying prat. But for this, this is a fantasy game, so try yeah. to wrap your heads around that. Okay. He's an annoying okay. prat in a fantasy <laughs> okay. game. Is but an when he prat in a fandom when he was game? actually what? trying to identify mm-hmm. a character, uh, mm-hmm. identify an item, he mm-hmm. became a master. He basically became a genius and an air of authority that every other character instantly followed. It was pretty fascinating. No, <laughs> I think it's it's definitely one of those characters. Yeah. I think you're going to pull out of that, pull out of your hat later on. One of these days, had a lot of fun with. Yeah. It. Um, um, so, so, so moving forward with the games that we like, uh, or the characters we like from each other's games and obviously our games, because we think all of our ideas are brilliant. Um, they are. So yeah. I was, I was thinking about, uh, I was thinking about how, how Hollywood keeps rebooting these goddamn movies like over and over. I mean, like, I feel like Spider-Man was like, Spider-Man three, it just wrapped. Mm-hmm. And they're like, reboot it. <laughs> um, and so, and, and, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is coming out, um, with, <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, no, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> no. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, if if for no, no other reason than piss you and our fan, and our <laughs> yeah. fanable listeners off, that is going to be rad. I think that so much hate. I think that Megan Fox's April O'Neil makes all the sense. I'm just going to be honest with you. Without Ice uh, Vanilla Ice, it's not Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. I need Casey Jones. I want Casey Jones. Oh, yeah. I want Casey Jones. And who cares if Shredder's a white dude? And who cares yeah. if if uh, if Splinter's also a white dude, I'm guessing. Okay, the racial th- racial thing, it's hard to get past that. But getting past that, like, as far as I know, they're trying to get back, well, okay. No. With some reservations. <laughs> Don't know. Because getting back to the original comic, which was a bit more hardcore, much more violent than the cartoons that we know and love. Yes. So maybe they're trying that route, but then again, it's Michael Bay and he gave us Transformers too. And I'll be honest, I'm, I'm always yeah. tired of people like, I'm just... We need something to be a little more. Dark. I hate you know. Sometimes going dark on a in a series isn't the right way to go. Yeah, I'm sorry. I that's that's. I mean, I, I liked Batman. I liked Superman. But sometimes people are like we're gonna make this dark. I'm like I don't really care. I don't want to see Peter Parker dark. You think, I, you think I like, they're gonna do that with the uh, Jim and the Holograms movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're making that one. one. Oh. Yeah, they're gonna make Jim no, and the Holograms. No, I was talking. I was talking to my girlfriend about that yesterday uh, about the Jim and the Holograms movie, and she was like, "So which guy are the casting for Jim?" I'm like, "Guy, Jim." She's like, I was like, no, 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 no. You take a look at those dolls. You take a look at that series. Ha! Those dolls, they had some legs on them. Mm-hmm. They were kind of squared. No, no. Jem is a transvestite. <laughs> she is. Jem is a drag queen. And if they do not cast a man in her role for the movie, they're dead to me. That makes oh the holograms much, totally, make much more sense. I would totally watch that yeah. movie. Yeah, and I was like... Wait, just... Willem Dafoe is Jem? No, seriously, seriously. It's like a, a poppier Hedwig oh, and Oh, God. I, I would watch the hell oh, out of that. Oh, Christopher Walken is a bad guy band. 
Oh, oh the yeah, misfits. yeah, the yeah, misfits. misfits. Look, take one look at the misfits uh, and tell me those are not men. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Jem, we're going to push you at the next competition because Gem. you are Jem and we are the misfits. <laughs> All right. Like the capability to make even Congress people scared for some odd reason. I love it. What's um, the question? Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> a question, right? Rebooting. Yes. Question was about rebooting. Um, uh, I, I was uh, I was wondering if you guys. Um, uh, I was thinking about rebooting other games. You know, can you apply the same reboot mentality to games, board games, role playing games, video games, whatever you want? Um, and so, my first part of my question is, um, or just yeah, the the first part of the question is simply, if you could reboot any game that we play or you have played or whatever. Uh, like, any game whatsoever like what would um not story but like for instance like monopoly like you know oh. we joked about like you know would monopoly have more robot combat I would you know they're yes. you know actually doing well not robot combat in specific uh-huh. but they are currently having a sort of a fan made reboot of monopoly they're basically asking put out a whole bunch of possible new yeah, rules and rules changes rules? and then mm-hmm. have people like vote on their you know add in their home rules oh, vote in, like my home stuff. rule that my sister sarah fucking cheat sarah <laughs> fucking cheat at monopoly i'm so, never gonna forget so it's that. quite possible that if you got enough people backing you you can get that into the game <laughs> yeah. rule number 59 sarah cheats you know what <laughs> right there in the book you know, you know what i would want i want them to reboot guess who but it's like tie it in with uh, uh uh, and add more uh, SVU. women. Like SVU, uh, <laughs> guess who? Oh, so we would add more women yeah. if it was SVU. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yes. The oh. SVU version of like, guess who is like, is the perp, you know, I don't know, some sort of horribly disfigured <laughs> thing. Wow, we dark. Just, yeah, we yeah. just went racial real quick. Like you were trying to dodge it too. <laughs> no, no, I was going to say like a horrible, like like some sex move. Like, is there a sex move this? And I'm like, oh, this is rape. I'm like, I don't oh, want to do this. But, <laughs> but basically like a guess who. Was the DNA like, found in the hair? Yeah, no, exactly. Flip, flip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh. Oh. Yeah. But that was like my only idea. Like, C- so CV, uh, SVU, uh, guess who. Okay. I can't. That That's... Amazing. I would love like, Have you guys ever played the video game Seventh Guest? Yeah. Yes. I yes. would love to have them to reboot that as a Lovecraftian horror Ooh. with more body horror associated with it as well. Oh, you and your body horror. I, who doesn't what? love good I mean, body horror? Nothing okay, nothing scarier than losing control of your body. Uh, enjoy the dentist, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> In related notes, yeah. If he has a tentacle, run. <laughs> well, yes, that is how I generally live my life. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Arcanum. I would love for them to reboot oh, right. the game Arcanum. I thought that was a great. If we seriously, how would they change it though? I don't. Wouldn't want to change it. I mean, make a different game. Make uh, move it forward. Like I just want a sequel. I just want a damn sequel or uh, mm-hmm. better graphics. I might say make it a little bit more Skyrimish, where you're a little bit where it's better graphics, where it's not like over like a. Like it's not Baldur's Gate like oh Infinity Engine type yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. maybe maybe uh, maybe but I don't even know if I want that I just I really really loved would Arcana. you so I'm assuming you pay for Kickstarter for a reboot from the original team or something like that oh easily I would we're easily. living we're living in a golden age for that oh, I mean yeah. I packed a Project Eternity which is basically sort of spiritual successor to Baldur's Gate and all those mm-hmm. just with you know modern day graphics and it's looking amazing and it's coming out you in backed, like a few months yeah and you backed uh, the, the Project uh, Tur- no, no the, the Torment the, the uh, yeah. It tor- uh, I said tor- I couldn't Numenera. back at the time, but I really wish I had. But yeah. uh, it was a torment, Numenera torment, or yeah. something like that. Yes. So it's basically like, again just rebooting that. You yes. Know, different IP, same general concept, yes. much better. Just day to day graphics. So if anything, we're living in a modern, you know, in a, in a golden age of that right now. Mm-hmm. No, I mean that 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 is absolutely true. We we have within striking distance at any given time the capacity to to create something like that. Um, before I forget, I would say that my 
if if I could reboot anything, I think I put this in the email. I would love to reboot Clue so that instead of solving the crime, you're trying to cover it up and get the hell out of there. <laughs> I, I loved this idea. When that's I that's yeah, actually it's like I would play or that. or yeah. like the guy who did commit the crime can be doing this the entire time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wa- still exactly. want to be like the investigators, but you don't know who the person is, so you're mm-hmm. just like you're fucking. It There's actually a sequel to Clue. Have you ever played the sequel to Clue? No, I have not. There's a sequel to Clue where there's a thief going around and one person plays the thief. And so everybody's on the board and you like are moving around this grid looking for the thief. And the thief has a pad of paper that is a recreation of the board and they're marking down where they are. Oh, so I you never play, have any idea where the thief I is. I had to play a couple of those games when we were at Metatopia last year. It, that is, they're interesting. It's fun. And there's like, it's, and yeah. oh, there's like cameras. So at any given time, if you go to a console, you can be like, I check camera number three and be like, you see blah. But the thief can take out cameras. So if you go there and it's like, I, I check out camera number three, it's like static, it's gone. And everyone's like, okay, the thief took out like section three. <laughs> like, just add that kind of level of tension but with Moida. I mean, that, <laughs> Moida. That, just, that just kind of, that, that totally, that totally gets me. And as for like a role-playing game, I am currently in the process of rewriting um, a kind of <clears throat> a, a Dave uh, fantasy version of technocracy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I feel like there's just so much meat there and, and I just feel like they didn't run with it in the way that I wanted to, uh, that I would want to, obviously because they cannot read my mind. Um, I'm curious what they because they just they just finished the Kickstarter for Mage V20. Oh, is it finished already? Yeah, the uh, Kickstarter they, just ended. The problem with Kickstarter is they keep on asking for money when I have none. Yeah, that is, that is <laughs> how dare they? Yes, yes. that is that Monsters. is a huge oversight. Yeah, I, I didn't back it. Although if if and when this leads to Changeling V20, I'm just going to just give them directly give them my credit card number. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just, just yeah. take what you need. Skip yeah. Kickstarter and just like you know, just dip in. Take take what you need. Right? <laughs> exactly. That's so. awesome. And just in case you're listening, here's my credit card number right now. It's eight. <laughs> yeah. Angela, any anything uh, pop out? Uh, I've got none. No, nothing, no. nothing. Well, not, not like. Uh, what about backgammon? How about Scrabble with less spelling? Um, <laughs> no, because that's where I dominate. No, that's where I spelled Scrabble would be in Scrabble with more math. Scrabble with a four instead of so a Sudoku, like a Sudoku. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. I'm actually good at Sudoku, so fuck you. Okay. Because uh, you don't have to actually math in Sudoku. Ken Ken, fuck that shit. Yeah, what's Ken Ken? Ken Ken is where you've got like little irregular shapes and they tell you you have to use division to reach this number and you have to like, okay, here's four different numbers and they you divide have, them yeah. by each other. Voilà, now I found that's a like, an awesome like the game. anti-Angela game. Like, you know, you know. Oh, that yeah. sounds like a game that Billy and I play, but it's called Hyrukan. Hyrukan. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, uh, so here's my follow-up question. This is where we either uh, grow stronger as a group of friends or this is our last recording. Um, which of our ongoing going stories would you change and how? So the example I put in here was Rogue Trader turned into a Downton Abbey style game of intrigue and scandal. Um, so no, and this is not, and this is, um, and I came up with this because, um, because I feel like we come up with really compelling interpersonal storylines that can be, uh, that can transcend its setting and place and like go somewhere else. So, for instance, like my my answer to this would be it would be Unhallowed Metropolis set in the Dust Bowl of the Depression era. Oh. Um, and so, for instance, like Byron's character would be like, yeah, a, a once Baron. wealthy family, a once wealthy family from like you know ill Baron got- Clayton, yeah, <laughs> um, ill gotten, well, you know, slave money uh, in like the South and like Louisiana, like traveling through the Dust Bowl, but like you know, you lost everything, and now you have to hire your doctor because you're like. Wicked addicted to crack or some shit. Um, whatever the Dust Bowl equivalent of crack is, which I believe is crack. Food. <laughs> <laughs> and hope. And hope oh, just yeah. leaves, you, leaves you empty. Uh, what about you guys? 
No, Angela would probably want like a Hollow Earth, but like incredibly serious. Yes, and Grim Dark Hollow Earth. Grim Dark Hollow Earth. Why does everything have to be dark with you? I, I had, I had a, 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 a Hollow Earth, right? Because I mean, we're traveling, we're discovering all these things. Mm-hmm. But what if, what if, like the Hollow Earth just had no borders and just kind of went? <laughs> but, uh, but then there's you know, until the, until it hits until, the border. Until we until actually stop. Yeah. Take that that Rocks border. Fall. Which is, and in the center is like Everyone a tower dies. that yeah. goes on forever until you hit the top and see a city. Yeah, yeah exactly. rocks fall. <laughs> Everyone uh, dies. Okay. I'd reboot uh, the laundry. Yeah, oh. I'd reboot the laundry just for the fact that we With wouldn't die at the end. <laughs> yeah, well, better, better system. I'm sorry, it's it's Lovecraftian. People die. Yeah. People are gonna die. This in is fandable though. <laughs> I've never had our fans turn on us like that. Like this is amazing. <laughs> Wow, okay. Uh, I just finished it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think that's when we came up with the honey branch. Like, that's like after, like, when we got excited because they were using the honey branch, but as a fuck you to you, it's like, yeah. this is what, this is what, this is called pulling your honey branch. This is totally, yeah, it was totally pulling the honey branch. It was like, yeah, people were excited. I was excited. And then I remember leaving this game, like, I just rewatched Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. <laughs> like, you were, like, like, seriously, like, what led up to it? Like, we burned down a, a a preschool we attacked a library comedy comedy okay I'm shot in the gut and I bleed out Angela gets like pinned by yeah, like I think technically I could have survived oh yeah you got like, dragged was, off yeah. into the TARDIS like, into the TARDIS yeah, yeah. it's like I could I, who knows I've transcended I do have okay I'll admit realm. I'll have one do regret for the I'm not over you guys dying that seemed appropriate to me at the time no that's a, but that's honestly the, 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 the only death I feel bad about was yours Billy like you should have died at a much more horrible death than just getting shot in the gut well cause like so you, here, the yes. problem I think was that was over to listen to it I didn't explain what I was doing so you guys thought I was being a dick like I'm going downstairs uh, cause you thought I was trying to turn on the water like cause I was yeah. going to like the, the breaker room the boiling room uh-huh. cause that's what I used to like as an excuse but I thought I had described to you guys what I was trying to do but I didn't I, uh-huh. I over listened to it so you're like well yeah you went to the breaker room for no reason I'm like to turn off the power and, you're, and everybody was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. like, like, I remember like afterwards yeah. we were talking, you're like, you're like, why would you just go and turn on the water? Like, they'll, like they probably, I was like, no, I was trying to turn off the damn power. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, then you guys finally were like, uh, and so I understood why you killed me because you're like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Fine, you turn on the water, everybody gets wet. And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm doing at all. But, yes. How about the rest of you guys? Anything you'd reboot? It can totally be Shadowrun. I'm not going to take it personally. Well, talking about Shadowrun. I'll take it personally. Uh, Shadowrun set in Candyland. <laughs> Holy shit, shit, that's amazing. You just blew my freaking ginger mind. That is amazing. You know why? Because we could tie it in because we just are horribly addicted to that like drug. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my God. It's, it, it's a chocolate like bear and we're eating like children. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate a gummy bear. Why is it bleeding jelly and tastes like blood? <laughs> oh my god, I need more drug. I can't face this. Licorice King, help me. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. You fail, says the Licorice King. You fail. Shadow, Shadowrun in Candyland. Candyland. So it's like, I like a doc- Shoots and Shadowruns. Uh, <laughs> a Dr. Seuss-like like drug experience. Yeah. That would be crazy if we all were awesome at rhyming. We're not. Yeah, if no, Timothy god. Leary <laughs> wrote Shadowrun fan fiction, oh. then that's, that's, what, that's oh, what we wow. would run. Oh, this is not a reboot. Sorry. But you know what I've been watching lately and this is what I totally want to happen. Two I want a Farscape. Oh, yeah. Two girls, one cup. <laughs> uh, but I want f- a Farscape RPG. Like There that, is a Farscape RPG. There is a Farscape yeah, RPG. Use a Cortex, I think? Probably. Wouldn't be surprised because Cortex uses everything. Yeah, yeah. But I would love... Like, I don't want to be like... 
Doku or whatever his name. I don't want to be those people, but I would love to have our own, like our own galaxy where we run our own things, where our own aliens exist, where our own societies exist. We kind of had that with bulldogs, didn't we? We did, and then we had, and then it kind of just jumped the rails with the uh, with the dead murder bot, with the murder bot. <laughs> who apparently, we all decided to give like, like seriously, that entire thing. We're like, there's yeah, a fucking there's NPC a that we yeah. love. Murder oh, yeah, 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 yeah. murder bot. That man. NPC literally stole the goddamn game. <laughs> yeah, he like, stole, yeah, we were seriously. so much more interested yes. in what that NPC was doing and than our own characters. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like yeah, one we, of those characters. It's, it's like when Jared Leto plays a small role in something. <laughs> and like everyone's like, do you see that Jared Leto film? He's on it for five minutes. We were actually sacrificing our character's intellect and respect by making him better. Like, okay, how does he know how to hack a camera? And I'm like, oh, he. We, I, I flash back to like birthday and I give him a how to. Like, we were actually making our characters so stupid that people are like, yeah, these need to die. And the, and the downside of that, the only downside of that yes. is like, at the end, we're like, it's like, I don't really want to play this dumbass. Like, we were all like, now nah, we're done with this. Yeah, right, yeah. right. But I would have, you want like okay, oh, Bulldog's game was hilarious and was, but I I said it as a funny game, but do you want a more serious Bulldog? I would game? like a more like I wouldn't want it so serious where we couldn't do shit like that. Well, like I, mean, Bulldog's I want just a game. game. Yeah, Bulldog's is a game with like friggin' you know psychotic teddy yeah. bears. Yeah. But only here, so serious you yeah. can go. Here here yeah here's the thing. I don't know if I want psychotic teddy bear, <laughs> but I think Bulldog's is a good system. But, but so, I want our own. I mean, I really like honestly. I want Farscape. I want a Farscape like where it could be kind of fun where we do have those moments where it's kind of goofy but at the end of the day this is a series that people take serious. The game I'm currently considering which I'll probably run after either on Hollow Metropolis or Rogue Trader is done is uh, Mindjammer which is a sort of like far future transhuman type game which may have elements of that as well. Well I'm going to look into it and see how it goes. How far future like when you say like tran- like is oh, you like- can become a ship as a character. Jesus, this might be uh, the borders without <laughs> with fences. The sci-fi yeah. version of that, okay. Because uh, when you first said, it, I thought of Doctor Dun Dun. Remember when you were going to play that? You're like, okay, you can also be like, uh, you're like you describe all these can characters. Be uplifted shark. And then you're like, you uplifted can also be, animals are a valid form of probable yeah, but it was science just so, fiction. Like, you kind of just you like keep on giving them this positive reinforcement. They're never going to stop being so <laughs> uplifted. Yeah. The great part about it was that you just kind of said it like hoping that we wouldn't make fun of it. You're like, you could be like this, this, this. You're going to be an uplifted animal. And we're like, what? And you're like, you know, like. A, a chimpanzee who's smart and then someone's like can I be a shark that's smart and you're like doctor <laughs> don't, don't even front don't even front that was not somebody who said that I jumped on it <laughs> you, you like, definitely jumped the shark yeah, you jumped the shark on that one but no I bit right in <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so so uh, so as for as for reboots for for the games, I feel like Rogue Trader has the most flexibility because we respect it the least <laughs> and play it the most. Yes. Um, and uh, I I feel like um, uh, part time gods. Part time gods. I love part time gods, but I feel like it just needs something different. The system. Like, an, yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a system. Like yes. Yeah, so Honestly, I would, I know that guy came back and he he changed a lot. I wouldn't mind seeing what part time gods is like. With another edit go around. I know we tried it and we just never went back to it, but I wouldn't mind because we liked. We liked no, I did. Yeah, we did I, like playing the game. I am unkind to, to part time gods because I think it can it can hold up to it. Yes. You know, yeah. like, I think I, I think like part time gods. I, I love the setting, I love the idea mm-hmm. behind the game, the whole like you know being a quote unquote part time god. And I like the characters, uh, but but, it's, but at the at the end of the day, yeah, and I love the, yeah, the characters. I, I freaking I love, I love my character. I want I want to play him more. I wonder if we could maybe play like that setting, but. I was thinking it's a superhero game is what it is at the yeah. end of the day it's, mm-hmm. you've got your, these characters with very specific powers mm-hmm. like 
could we play part-time gods using, say, you know, the rules for some other superhero game, like Wild Talents or something? I, I don't know, because it almost feels like part-time gods, like, everybody's power would be kind of, like, reality manipulation. Mm-hmm. Because part-time gods, I, what I liked about it, but it was, which made it hard to write, I'm sure, is there are parts where we could kind of get creative with our stuff. Yes, especially your powers with Chad, because Geek had surrounded so many yeah, but the most yeah. meta character I've yes. ever seen anybody play. Yeah, like, but... That. That was crazy. I don't know if there's another system. I would, I, I'm not opposed. Like, I almost think that another system might be fate. Interesting. But, <laughs> that could work, actually. But yeah. I, I honestly think we should give it – like, if we did ever consider playing part-time gods again, what I would do – and what differently is first, I would do the – I know we, we did the rules. Secondly, I would actually ask for a live Google chat with the guy because mm-hmm. like, we know he listens occasionally or and have him explain the rules to us. Like, walk us through. Hmm. As for reboot, honestly, what about okay? So here's the thing about part-time gods that I I feel like we never got into the part-time part. You know, <laughs> yeah. like we never actually had to balance. And well, that's that's the thing that happens with a lot, of, human a lot of those parts. games that are just like that, like yeah. like Changeling. Changeling is supposed to be all about how you have to balance mm-hmm. the magic in your life with you just having a life and keeping some banality. Because yeah. mm-hmm. if you go too far into the magic, you go into Bedlam, you go insane. Yeah. Yeah. But if you spend too much time at your nine-to-five job, you, you forget go back to that sleep, you're a magical yeah. fairy. Yeah. And Almost nobody ever actually plays that out because, matter of fact, playing out the nine to five part of your, uh, your job with the we're game, role playing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we're we role are. playing. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. So it's uh, I find that to be a very yeah. hard thing to do in any game that that asks you for that. Oh, you're splitting mm-hmm. between your normal life mm-hmm. and your and your magical yeah. life, whatever. Because it's like, yeah, but we're role playing. We're, we're all about the magical life. Yeah. Exactly. Know, so interestingly enough, though, I LARPed a couple of times. One of my longest running LARP characters when I was a teenager was a Changeling, and a LARP, the, the, the application of Changeling to LARP makes so much sense because you cannot control what other people are doing. So, like for instance, we ran a small head shop, um, and so you know we sold uh, tobacco mm-hmm. items. Uh, and things like that. Um, but, like, people could just fuck it. Players could just walk in as normal people. And, like, there is nothing better to remind you that you cannot continuously be this wacky, supernatural, fantastical character than somebody coming in and then flashing a badge and being like, uh, I just wanted to check on your, like, you know, this is an inspection. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Now I'm just a scared 17-year-old who has his first business. Yeah. And, like, that was really good. But when it comes to um, tabletop, like, you're only getting the description from the storyteller. So the the immediacy and the um uh the the urgency to to recognize the boundaries of changeling was uh it's never really too present you know you yeah, can so always be like and then i open up a portal and go into a dream it definitely <laughs> works better yeah. so there's a yeah. reason i i have always affectionately referred to changeling as larp the larping uh, <laughs> that's that's absolutely because yeah i would say though um so to, so to to get back to uh part-time gods never really too much part-time and i was thinking about it just now when is uh, you know the part timeness of your life so 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 um, obvious? You know when when you are balancing two new aspects of your life and you're trying to understand it, um, then uh, uh, college. What about what about part time gods? You you know think about it. Like you're going to school, you're learning about the world, you're going to, you're you're learning about your powers, you're learning about everything, and you have to mostly if you're me have to hold down a fucking job well that's why but, I love like superheroes like when we do like uh, the, the teenage superheroes like when mm-hmm. you're going to college or you're going to high school and you're dealing with you know you're fighting these super villains but shit oh my god I have a test I have to get to guys like yeah, uh, yeah I know I understand you're monologuing but I really need to <laughs> I have an essay I have yeah. to get Rule done the world by, like, destroy everything blah 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 yeah, I, got, I, I got like a file that. how much time is left on that timer Dr. Evil <sighs> 
I can do that. I'll be back. I'll yeah, be yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can get back. I have a study group. Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, I, I always like that. And I think the part-time gods, um, I think we really, if anything, that's actually my honest one. Part-time gods yeah, that probably a, deserves We can probably finish, because honestly, I've been thinking about finishing that story at some point. He, I know he did reboot the, well, not reboot, but like re-edit uh, everything. Re- well, revise everything. So mm-hmm. at some point in the future, if you want to finish off that particular story, we can. And the bear god needs to come back. Yes. <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> Um, all right. Another character so, we liked. Uh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. God, we, we need to make a list one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, speaking of love, I wanted to finish off this lovely conversation with an issue of love. Now, we all know that uh, most of us cut our teeth on Dungeons & Dragons in the beginning. Um, I know I did, Billy did, I don't know about you you three. Angela, a little, you, know, you played a little, it a little bit. I played bit. one or two sessions in high school. I was a were tiger month. I was a little bit overpowered. But but like your first role playing experience, D and D, literally learned to read with the D and D first edition. <laughs> <laughs> Other kids were going like, "See Jane, run, run, Dick, run," and I'm on like, "See D McGorgon attack, say first attack." I love it. Um, so okay, D and D is a special place. I mean, I just feel like in the um, in, in the the greater geekosphere, D and D is the unchallenged uh, master of, of 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 tabletop role playing, um, especially for being the gateway gateway drug that it is. Uh, so, anyways, um, so, uh, so, 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 a dungeon master is a person who facilitates and runs a Dungeons and Dragons game. I've done it. Lots of us have done it, or played in it, or seen it happen. Um, but uh, there's the other kind of dungeon master, which is a person who facilitates the trials and tribulations of a person going to a fetish club. Um, you know. Um, okay. Oh, so this is exactly where I thought it was going. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Guys, you've known me for like how many years now? Like, yes. No. That's about what? I am simple. I have not changed. Um, so, so as for, so, so uh, for a dungeon master in a fetish club, I feel like, well, let's look at the qualities that are required for a dungeon master in Dungeons and Dragons. You need to keep people in line. <laughs> you need to establish the rules. <laughs> you you need to kind of be a people person, but not too much of a people person. You've got to be um, able to play different roles. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to be able to establish authority. This sounds remarkably like the qualities necessary to be a dungeon master in a fetish club. So my question to you, lovely people, is if you were a dungeon master or mistress for a club, what would your name and persona be? And I sent this out in an email, so I know that some of you have thought about this. Oh, or right. have you thought about this. Re- you don't read emails for more than four lines. Why should the rest of us? <laughs> I <laughs> highlighted this one. Okay. No, it's not true. I did not highlight it. Um, so, just let my that name, sink in. Yeah, my name would be Hodoken. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my persona would be... Oh, dude, I'd go straight up cross-dressing. Yeah. Like, I, I would totally... I would totally try to make myself look like a girl. Lots of pumps to nuts. A lot of yeah, 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 yeah. Pumps to nuts. Yeah. yeah, that would be like your that'd be your speciality. I think I just learned something about myself there, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pumps to nuts. Fair enough. But fair I enough. really would just want to be called Ho Duncan. Yeah. Uh, I think that I would be called Ginger Whip. No, Ginger Devo. You know, crack that whip, and I would have the Devo like hat on. Um, I think because I think like reference and consistency is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and I think. Uh, for for special effect, um, I would uh, you could only speak to me. I would be separated from the slave from like perforated glass, 
Uh, and every time I gave a command, I'd snap the whip, but I would cringe too because I'd be terrified of it. <laughs> um, so it's like, it's this kind of like sexy give and take of power in the fact that I'm telling the person what to do, but I'm also terrified of myself because I'm so powerful. It's like when Eddie um, Murphy's talking to the dragon woman in uh, The Golden Child. Oh my God, did you just reference Golden Child? <laughs> You're welcome, Holy people. Shit. By the way, he spills the water in that fucking scene, right? Guys, yep. go back and watch the film. He he can't spill a drop of water from that glass du- during the trials. He totally spills the goddamn dude, water. Dude, let's, we have to get back to focus on our dungeon master persona. <laughs> so please, All right, keep so, on So track. Ginger Devo would be me, and I would be dressed like Marcus when he went to the costume ball. Crack <laughs> that whip. <laughs> yep. I would call myself Change. And I would basically every part of my clothing would essentially be non uh, unsymmetrical, and basically my entire massive dungeon would just be like bits and pieces of like just random bizarre sculptures and stuff like that. For inspiration, I would have a picture of uh, the human centipede, stuff like that. Wow, a sculpture, yeah, yeah, a Not sculpture just a of the human centipede. Basically, and basically using things to mimic a. Uh, well, basically, if, if people are having sex in my dungeon, I don't want to look like people having sex. I just want to look like the most bizarre stuff. Because if you're in there, you're in there. For <laughs> so you know like, what you're stepping into. So your into. entire domain is like a, a wipeout, like, obstacle course. <laughs> <laughs> just wait, changes. Wait, wait, so it's like double dare? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to take these you, dares. You know what the sex needs? Slime. <laughs> <laughs> this is so gross. Okay, uh, It's yeah. like you can't do that on television. Yeah. Um, yeah, it turns out you actually can't. <laughs> so no, for some reason, I am imagining. I'm imagining that that uh, human centipede uh, is made of Legos, and you put a lot of work into that. <laughs> and it's handcrafted. It's the first you. thing I built before the dungeon. Before yeah. the dungeon, <laughs> it actually it's a cage around. This. Yeah. It's not also made of Lego. Yeah, yeah. Also made of Lego. <laughs> the ultimate Lego. So, in my case, I I don't think it'll be Pleasure a dungeon so mm-hmm. much as a cave. Ah, <laughs> uh, because I I would want to be known as the bear god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, there will be fur. There, there might be furries. Um, oh, wow. uh, I'm not I'm not closing the door to that. Not if they not that well, because you're in a cave. Money. There's no door. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you know, furry money spends as well as everybody else's money. Uh, so we're not racist. No one's racist here. Exactly. Racist. I don't see goddamn race. zebras. Yeah. I don't see race. I only see species. You know, thinking about but, it now. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. No, 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 please, please. I was gonna say, thinking about it now. Maybe okay. Ginger diva, Devo. Ginger diva. <laughs> guys, wait, guys. Ginger this diva, is, this is developing. Yeah. I like the ginger diva. But I would, somebody I would get RuPaul a, on the line right now. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh my god, I would totally do that for money. Um, <laughs> so uh, for just for money, just, I don't think that's necessary. And for, you're, and for clothes. You're, you're and too for being Wednesday, just for money. Um, also, maybe another 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 uh, dungeon persona of mine would be the apathist, um, and that would be apathetic, like, or is the yeah, apath- okay. the apathist? Okay. You know, that would be like my that would be my persona. Is like people would pay me money, and I would just pretend to totally disregard them, and they would get so off on it. People could just go to the bar and turn on hot ladies. <laughs> so, what's your name? Not interested. No, but they drink? know. Sure. They know that they're paying for it, which makes them feel worse better. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Fanable.com. We make you feel worse better. <laughs> and now we're all looking expectantly at Mrs. Craft. And Angela is pleading the fifth because I'm afraid that David's been following me in my uh, my day job. <laughs> <laughs> really? The- is there anything sadder than a day dungeon master? <laughs> really? That's like, really? Okay. A day uh, some, dun- you know, some some guys what? just have a really rough day. You know, you t- take that lunch break and you just. If there's relax. a need, you fill it. 
That's a very good point. Sometimes yeah. you got to get your nuts stomped. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, how long do... Hey, Bob, what are you doing for lunch? Oh, I'm going to see the activist. Yeah. <laughs> Rough day, huh, buddy? Yeah. 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 All right. Well, shit. It's in New York City. There's, there's something for everyone. Oh, no, there is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's probably like... That is truly daddy daycare. Oh. <laughs> that is awful. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. I think we're going to call it there. We're for calling you. in on that question. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, we are. Unless you guys... We really to... need to be the apathist for this. It's going to be the case. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. It works. Uh, so uh, thank you very much for uh, sitting down with me and uh, letting me uh, ramble on and ask you strange questions. Um, so listeners, uh, if you like what you're listening to and you want to hear more or you want to hear something a little bit different, but with our sultry, wonderful, golden voices. Science! Just like that. <laughs> uh, then go on over to Fandible.com where we have live role-playing games. We have more geeky topics. Round, round tables. Let's try that again. David speaking. Take two. We have role-playing games. We have more GTRTs. We have Billy licking his microphone. Uh, and we also have we have video games. We, we have uh, Byron's story. Uh, by Horatio the story. I'm sorry. Horatio story. I'm sorry. Byron's story is the normal role-playing game. Yes. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, we have uh, the Fanda blog, which we have just ramped up to motherfucking eleven. Like I leave for five minutes, and you guys get creative and start being productive again, and it's awful. And I'm here to stop it. Um, but we have uh, we have blog posts, we have articles, uh, and we have a very vibrant community discussing on our boards, telling us why they love us or hate us or both, better or worse. Um, so. Uh, uh, so yeah if uh, you like what you're listening to please go to itunes.com and give us a good review that would be really awesome that would expand the conversation and our community so that we could reach more people like you and uh, make more people happy worse mm-hmm. um, so uh, yeah you can follow me Dave on dis- at Distractionista on Twitter uh, you can follow Jesus you're on, you're on just I'm currently, you can follow me on Arvandis mm-hmm. on Twitter mm-hmm. and we also have like a fandable one right mm-hmm. we have yeah. oh we had the generic we have, do have Fanable on Twitter as well if you want to follow that. Yes. Yeah. You can follow Billy on The Mindful Fool on Twitter, I think. I mean, I don't He Twitter. posts on occasion, never. I don't never. tweet. I, like, I haven't I'll, I'll go through weeks of this, like, like weeks of not doing it. Then, like, one week I'll, like, post, like, five things. I'm like, isn't it great? I'm going to do this every day. Never mind. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. I mean, at this at this very moment when we are recording, I have not tweeted in over two and a half years. Mm. But I'm going to get back into it because I have like a month before we put this up, right? Mm. I was going to post it on Monday. Yeah. Oh, shit. By right. Follow I mean me at Distractionista. Right <laughs> um, I'm going to be tweeting all kinds of awesome yeah. things. Dan? Uh, you can follow me at, at Katsushiro, that's K-A-T-S-U-S-H-I-R-O, where I tweet mm-hmm. constantly, repeatedly, uh, annoyingly often. Uh, I make up for everybody else, basically. Mm-hmm. And I prove that I make my living on social media by being able to follow me at Angela Craft. Yes. Thank you very much. Yep. Yeah. And you can get whatever kind of array of uh, things you want from our different mind uh, meets mm-hmm. uh, onto Twitter. Uh, so thank you very much on behalf of Fanable.com, live role-playing podcast. We hope you enjoyed, and goodbye. <laughs>